Welcome to the Happy Lead Her podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay, an award-winning marketing leader, recent entrepreneur, dog mom of two crazy doodles, and spontaneous explorer. After leaving behind a toxic corporate career, I'm on a journey through healing from my past, finding myself in my 30s, and going after my purpose. I'm here to share my stories of trying new things, navigating being a business owner, dating again, yes, we're going there, and the everyday surprises of life. You'll also hear from women who have incredible stories to share about business, relationships, life, love, all the things. Whether your story sounds like mine, you're healing through life yourself, or you're a fellow entrepreneur, I'm so excited you're here to do this life together. Here we go. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Happy Lead Her. I'm so excited you're here, especially today, because we have a little bit of a different episode for you. And I'm really excited. So let me explain what's going on. I'm about to go on my first singles mixer, like since I was 21, 22. I haven't been to a singles event for a long time. I'm 36 years old. I'm single. I'm looking for my husband in 2024 and I'm tired of the apps. If you're single, you probably understand what I mean when I say that because it just doesn't feel very authentic. You start having a conversation with someone and they ghost you or you meet them and they're a lot different in real life. We've all been there. Well, maybe, maybe some of you have been there, but some of you who are married probably have no idea what I'm talking about. But here's the thing. I know that I need to put myself out there in order to meet the man of my dreams. I know that dating is kind of a numbers game and that's why the apps can work sometimes because you can match with 10, 20 people a day. You can have conversations with so many different men, but you know, it just doesn't feel right for me anymore. So here I am sitting in my office at almost 5 p.m. I actually have a little glass of champagne with me because I'm a little bit nervous if I'm being honest. Um, Because again, like I haven't done this kind of thing for a long time. And also I am going by myself and I have some single friends, but let me tell you about the theme for tonight's event. So the theme is winter sports lovers. And I live in Colorado, so that makes sense, right? Like, I love winter sports. I grew up skiing. I know how to snowboard. Um, I love sledding. I love, you know, ice skating, all the things, right? I'm a little bit nervous that I'm going to walk in there and it's going to be like 25-year-old dudes wearing beanies and they're like, what pass do you have? Like, do you have the epic pass? Or like, how often do you go skiing? So I'm a little bit nervous about that because like, look, I know how to ski, but I don't have a pass. Like I'm not going up every single weekend. Skiing is not my personality. It's not a part of what I do every single season, but I do love it. I love the concept of it. And if I honestly, if I had the partner to go skiing with, I would totally go. I probably wouldn't have a pass because I don't think I would go every single weekend. And I really don't think my guy is going to go every single weekend, but I love to appraise ski. So that's why I'm going. I'm like, okay, if I can go into a room of guys who are like in their mid thirties and they love Colorado, they love winter sports, and they're ready for a relationship, then I'm down for that. Like, I'm down to go meet guys in person, but I'm definitely very nervous. Like, I feel sweaty, I feel hot, and the champagne is getting to my brain a little bit, but I'm excited. And honestly, 
I don't have a lot of expectations for tonight, but what I will say is like by me going, by me buying a ticket and by going to this event, even if it's by myself, I'm showing myself and I'm showing the universe that I'm ready to meet a partner that I'm ready to fall in love. And I've struggled with this for a long time, just getting over past relationships, getting the courage to go back out there and date because it can definitely be awkward. So I will say like, I'm really proud of myself for doing this, even though it could be totally awkward and I could go in the room and there's like 25 year old girls who wear beanies and they're like, do you shred? I don't even know the lingo anymore, but I'm going to risk that. I'm 36. I'm single. I'm successful, right? I'm doing the damn thing in my business, on this podcast, in life. And it's taken me a long time to gain that confidence. So yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go put myself out there in front of people. And it's going to be scary, but like, I'm really excited about it. I have no idea what's going to happen tonight, but what I will say, this is the intro of the podcast. I'm going to come home after this event, after this singles mixer, and I'm going to record a podcast episode about my experience. So you are literally coming along with me to get back out there in the dating scene in my 30s and you're going to help me find my guy. And what I mean by that is just your support alone. When I started posting about this on social media, when I texted my friends, like, should I go to this event? Everyone's like, just go. Don't have high expectations. Like, yes, you might meet the love of your life tonight, but they all encourage me to go. Because also like men who buy a $40 ticket to go to an event when they probably don't know a lot of people, that kind of shows that they're ready to invest at least time and a little bit of money into a relationship, right? Or at least meeting people. So that's what I'm doing. I'm going to take a sip of my champagne. Let's cheers together and let's go. Let's go do the damn thing. I can't imagine, I'm just going to say this before I close out this intro, before I go to the singles mixer, I can't imagine meeting the man who I'm supposed to be with in my life. And these days, I do believe that there could be multiple soulmates. Maybe you were with someone in your early 20s and they were there for that period of your time. But I truly feel like What's happening for me right now is I'm about to meet my life partner. I'm about to meet the man who I'm going to marry, have a family with, travel with, and just live life with. And I'm not going to cry because I do have a full face of makeup that I don't want to ruin because I'm already nervous, but that just gets me so excited and thankful that he's out there. I know he is. And so again, thank you for being on this journey with me. I'm so excited to go. I'm freaking out though. Like I'm trying to hype myself up by saying that I'm excited, but I'm definitely nervous. And it's taken a lot of courage to even buy the ticket because I was like, what the hell am I doing? But here we go. I'm about to go to the singles mixer and I'll be back very soon to share my story of how this event went, how I was feeling, what it was like, and what's next for me. So continue listening to this episode. I'm going to go away for a couple of hours and then come back and record for you. But let's go do this together. And I'm really excited. All right. So it's about 10, 23 p.m. 
and I just got back from the singles mixer and I'm recording this podcast episode because I promised so many of you that I would share my experience and I'm about to do just that and I hope that you buckle up. This could be early morning, it could be evening, whatever time you're listening. I just hope you're ready for an experience and I hope you're going to come along with me on this journey. Because as I mentioned in the intro, dating in your 30s is a lot of freaking work. Like it is hard to meet good guys. It's hard to go on dates with people who you could actually see yourself with long term. And so this evening, I went to the Singles Mixer and I'm about to tell you what exactly happened. So buckle up. We're about to get into it. And before I get started, I want you to literally imagine that you're on this ride with me. I want you to imagine that you're coming along beside me in this experience because that will just make it even more awkward and you get to experience the awkwardness that I just experienced as well as, you know, some cool moments that we're going to talk about. But let me just paint the picture. Okay, so this event started at 5.30 p.m. tonight. Again, I'm recording this episode right after I just got home. So yes, it lasted for five hours, but it's fine. And I was like, I'm not going to show up at 5.30. I'm going to show up a little bit later. It said, feel free to show up fashionably late. So I was like, okay, maybe that's like 15 minutes late. Maybe that's 30 minutes late. So I show up about 20 minutes after the event begins and I actually drive by the restaurant and I see like five people inside and I was like, oh my God, there's only five people here. Like I need to just leave. I just need to keep driving. Like Lindsay, just get out of here. Right? So I text my best friend and I'm like, what do I do? Do I go inside? Do I go get a drink somewhere and come back an hour later because it ends at 9 p.m.? So maybe people aren't showing up yet. Well, my friend encouraged me to just go. And yes, I did pay $40 for a ticket. So it's like, just go and experience it and you never know what's going to happen. So I go ahead, get out of my car, and I'm walking toward the restaurant and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is really happening. And yes, it's like, it's not that big of a deal, but also when you haven't been dating for a while, like it kind of is because I've been on the apps. I've experienced a lot of men who either ghost you or you instantly know they're not a match for you. So it's been a lot of work lately. It's been exhausting. And so I was like excited, but really nervous. And so just imagine all these feelings as I'm walking up to this restaurant and I see a sign on the door that says closed for an event, which honestly I was like, okay, so everyone inside of this restaurant is here for the singles mixer. So this actually helps me because I'm not going to go hit on someone who's like, um, I'm just here to have dinner. So that helped. So I walk in and I go up to the table where all the name tags are and, you know, they say, hello, you're pick out your name tag. This is what's going on. And so I see my name tag and I'm like, that's me, Lindsay. I'm going to put this on my shirt and we're going to go for it. So as I'm walking in, like I put my name tag on my black mesh top and I walk in and I just see men 
all I see is men everywhere. And there's probably like 10 or 15 men and me. And so you might think, oh, this is the perfect scenario. But honestly, I'm like, okay, there's some guys that maybe I would be interested in. There's some guys who look a lot older, but like, I was just shocked. Like I thought, oh, it's going to be a bunch of women and there's going to be like two guys. Nope. The opposite. I was like one of three women in this restaurant with like a bunch of dudes. And what's awkward is like, you know, those half booths where it's like half of the table is a booth and the other half is a chair. There were like six guys sitting in these half booths and they were sitting by themselves, eating the dinner, you know, drinking their drinks. And there were just like six guys lined up with a chair in front of them. And I'm like, am I supposed to go up to these guys at their individual tables and go introduce myself? Like it was so awkward. And I did feel a little bit confident because I was like, okay, I'm one of the only girls in this room and there's all these guys but like they're just sitting there like freaking out themselves and so what I did was I went up to the bar I made friends with a bartender her name is Anna shout out to Anna she like helped me get a little bit acclimated and helped calm my nerves by giving me a drink but like I feel like we became friends so I was like are you excited to be here and watch this and she was like oh hell yeah I cannot wait to see all of this unfold and so I order a drink and I literally don't know what to do like there's just all these guys sitting in these half booths and I'm like I don't I'm not gonna go up to these guys who are just sitting there waiting for women to come up to them so I'm just gonna sit at the bar And so there's this guy at the bar who's near where I am. And I say, I'm just going to sit here because I don't know what else to do. And he is like, yeah, please. And I don't sit right next to him. There's like a chair between us. And so he and I start talking and there's like a bingo card that we're like filling out for each other. And, you know, like we just start talking like 10 minutes later, this rush of people come in the door. And I'm honestly glad, even though I'm having a good conversation with this guy, but it just, this it was just so awkward. And I'm so glad that a bunch of people just showed up like an hour late. So that's what happened. And To be honest, I went to the restroom because I was like, I feel so awkward right now. I don't know what to do. So I'm going to just go in the restroom and send my friend a picture of me and my number because on the name badge, which I want you to remember this, on the name badge, mine said Lindsay, you also get a number and the number is the order that you purchase your ticket in. Okay. So my number was number 40. I'm not 40 years old. I'm in my 30s. There's no problem with being in your 40s at all. But like I can see where this got confusing. And so just keep that in mind for a later story. But I'm walking around and I see someone that I know. And she and I have been friends for a while now, but I haven't seen her for a few months. And I was like, oh my gosh, you're here. And so it's kind of like this moment where you're like, okay, I have a wingman now, right? People start flowing in. And then it's like, what do we do? Like, what's the rhythm here? And as an A-type, I'm like, are we going to, you know, do something like speed dating, like 
is there a strategy here? Like, how do we go talk to everyone just to know if we have a connection? There was no strategy. There was no format to this event. It was literally up to you to go and talk to people. So again, I talked to the one guy at the bar and I was like, I need to get out here. So I see this group of attractive men. They're probably in their early 40s, late 30s, maybe. And I go up to them and I'm like, let's play this bingo game together. So we start playing around and there's this one guy who kind of has like curly hair, curly dark hair. And I'm definitely like, okay, he's the one. Like when you go up to a group of guys, there's always one that you're like, "Mm -hmm, it's that one. Like that's the one I want to talk to. That's the one I want to give my number to. But you have to be a little coy, right? Because this event, you're trying to meet everyone. So I give everyone a chance. I'm talking to everybody, but I still just felt connected to this guy. And no, I'm not going to tell you his name. You're not going to go look at his LinkedIn or anything like that because I'm not. I'm going to let the process take its course. So he and I kind of talked a little bit more than everyone else, but I'm still like, okay, so I need to, you know, play my cards right. I need to have a conversation with him, but continue moving around the room. So that's exactly what I did. I kept going up to guys and I would say like 10% of them were wasted where they were like just talking nonsense. And you were like, what are you saying? You're slurring so much. I cannot understand you. The other maybe 25% were super shy and you could tell that they like went out of their way to come up to you and it was just so nice and so gentle and you're like, oh my gosh, you're just so sweet, but probably not my guy. Then I would say like another 25% were like too cool. Like they're like waiting for you to come up to them, which if you know me at all, I'm not the girl who's like, oh, that's a cool guy. I'm going to go up to him. So I did not do that. But there was this one guy that I really want to tell you this story about. So hang tight. Let's drop in and get to this because these two men walk in like an hour before the event is over. And one of them is clearly a lot older and one of them is a lot younger. And instantly we're just like, that's the father and the son. But we have no idea, right? Like we don't want to judge them. And so I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go up to them and see if they bring up the fact that they're father and son. So I go up to this guy and remember my name tag, right? It says my name, but it also says a number on it. And so I go up to the younger guy and I'm like, way to show up super late. And he's like, well, he just got divorced. And I'm like, okay, like this older man just got divorced like tonight. And he's like, no, well, he's my dad. He just got divorced. And I was like, oh, wow. Okay. So he is your dad and he just got divorced. And so you're at the singles event. And I was like, okay, cool. Well, welcome to the party. And he's like, I'm half your age. Like, I hope you feel the same amount of shock that I feel when he says this to me. And I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, I'm 21. And I was like, what is he talking about? And then I remembered that my name tag said number 40 on it. And I was like, oh, I'm not 40, which again, there's nothing wrong with that. But I was like, I'm not 40. I'm in my 30s. And he's like, well, I'm only 21. And I was like, what is going on here? Like, you just accused me of being 40. You said that you're half my age. And that's the first thing that comes out of your mouth when I go up to you at the singles mixer. And so I was like, mind blown. 
alone. I'm like shocked. And I was like, this little shit just said that he's half my age. And instantly I was turned off. I was like, I'm going to walk away from this father-son duo. It's kind of weird that they would come to an event together anyway. And so I go back to my group, which shout out to Karen and Monica, who I met that night. And they're amazing. Like I literally was looking for some gal pals to just kind of like, you know, bond with and be like, this is weird, right? Like we're in this experience together. And I'm so glad that we met each other. And literally we made plans for this week. Like we're going out. So no matter what happens, we're hanging out. But anyway, I go back to the group and I'm like, this guy just said he's half my age. And yeah, like I'm 15 years older than him, but I'm not in my 40s. Like I'm not twice his age. Like this guy just you know, said this to me. And I was just like shocked. Yeah, he was the wild card of the night, I would definitely say everyone else was like super chill and would come up to you and introduce themselves. Some of them wanted to play bingo with me, which I loved because I wanted to win, but I eventually gave up. But it was just like this experience that I can't explain. And honestly, I'm so glad I went because I met two of the most incredible women and I'm so excited to hang out with them and like do this whole single thing together. But it was just such a wild experience. Like I remember going into it thinking, this is going to be so weird. It's going to be so awkward. And it was at first, like there were definitely some awkward moments where I was like, this is weird. I can't wait to tell my friends about this. But honestly, I'm so glad that I went because now I kind of understand the dating scene a little bit more. And I realized like, I'm not the oldest one. Like there were a lot of people who were older than me in their 30s and 40s and even 50s. And there was this one lady there who is in her mid 60s. And I was like, girl, you are fabulous. You are rocking it. I love that you showed up. So this whole experience was wild, but it showed me that like I can get out of my comfort zone and I can have fun, and you really never know what's going to happen, whether you meet your new besties or you hang out with a guy. I will say that I did connect with two guys, and one of them was the curly-haired guy who we talked about playing pickleball, so you never know what's going to happen, but now we have to see if we match with each other. So now we have to see if like we put each other's numbers in, which again, mine was number 40, I get to see if he actually chose me to hang out with, like if we get to be connected with after this event. And the second guy was the first guy I connected with there who was at the bar by himself. And rather than waiting to see if he was going to draw my number, I actually just went up to him and gave him my phone number. And the most awkward thing happened because we were talking about it. I was like, yeah, like, let me know if you want to hang out again. You want to go get drinks, whatever. He put my phone number in his pocket, like all was well. And then he was like, well, I like to do an Irish exit, so I'm going to hop out. And so he put his hands out, like walking through the crowd. And 
okay, like I maybe I'm an idiot. Maybe it was the two glasses of champagne that I had, but I thought he was trying to give me a hug. And so I went in for the hug and it was basically like hugging a scarecrow. Like his arms were straight out and I just went in for it. And it was just the most embarrassing moment of the night for me at least. And I hugged him when he was just trying to escape. But you know what? You never know what's going to happen. Even if we don't connect after this, like I put myself out there. I gave him my number and I gave him a hug. Like I gave him a hug while he was on his way out the door and I'm okay with that. So anyway, this event was wild. It was very different for me. I'm so glad that I went. And if you're a single, I definitely suggest that you go out there, that you look for you know, these groups of single people, you look for events for single people and you just get out there because the apps are terrible. Again, if you're married, you probably have no idea what I'm talking about, but they really are terrible. And the fact that we, all of us, like 50, 60 people went out to this event and put ourselves out there and met each other and had a good time, no matter what was going to happen at the end of the night. I'm so proud of us. But I'm also just kind of excited for what's to come. The next event that I'm going to is a dog walking event, and I'm really excited for that. But as far as I know, I have two people out there who I'm waiting to connect with me and see if we're a match, see if we end up going to play pickleball together or have drinks or whatever. So I'm going to keep you updated, but thank you for being a part of this journey. I know I kind of put this teaser out there on social media and I was like, come along for the ride, but honestly, it was an adventure. So I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad you listened and thank you for all your support. It's been a journey. Like this whole night, literally for the past six, seven hours has been an adventure and I'm so glad you're here to listen and just Stay tuned for the wild ride for me to find the man of my dreams. Hey girl, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you found it inspiring or funny, or if you just had a good time, I would be honored if you'd leave it a review. This will just help it reach so many other women who are climbing the corporate ladder, starting their own business, dating again, or just looking for a group of people to connect with. Come back next week for another doozy episode and I'll talk to you so soon.